Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adriana Soros, the coach of Living to Vida Loca. I'm here on uh, the TLT uh, Tuesday, uh, the lead into round 16. Um, you know, I couldn't resist, you know, like I was just, ooh, I'm so excited for, you know, some footy this weekend. And, um, you know, it's a big TLT. Um, we've got some big news um, post-origin about injuries and you know, it's, it's uh, like a, a totally season-defining super coach um, things happening at the moment. And there are many options strategy-wise, but it's going to require a little bit of speculation on your part, depending on what you're going to do. So I just wanted to cover sort of TLT and some of the big um, things that have come out of TLT um, and, and Origin. Um, and, you know, we're obviously going to see who's backing up and who do we actually believe is actually backing up. We know that last round, uh, post-Origin, um, there was a lot of shenanigans and some late pullouts really fucked teams up. So um, we'll jump into the teams. We'll talk about the, the big news. And I'm going to finish off with a little bit of strategy and a little bit of look at, you know, how, how, do, how do we look, you know, now for round 17, really? Because... Um, you know, with the big news is Cleary out and injured and out of origin. So, you know, like, we were all big, giant, friggin' Nico Pan around Walker for origin, uh, for around 17 teams. You know, is he going to go into origin? Um, you know, so we'll cover all those things. You know, I just want to go through it and, and give you my point of view on, um, you know, what's the go. All right, so on the Thursday night, we got the Roosters v. the Storm. It's a huge game. What a great kickoff to the round. Um, now, Teddy's been named. Teddy has been named to back up. Now, we know he's got that hit pointer, and he was actually one of the ones that got pulled out late uh, in the piece um, after last origin. So I'm going to take that with a grain of salt and that Teddy is actually going to play uh, in that game, um, and if I was a betting man, I would bet he would pull out late, I mean, they've got Joseph Sawali on the bench, and we know how amazing Joey Manu is at fullback as a fill-in, so I know it's a really big game um, in, in the year, but I mean, especially even against the Storm, would you risk Teddy? I, I just can't see Robbo, the way that he coaches teams, uh, playing Teddy this um week i know you know he's got a it's a four day turnaround for him and on the hit pointer he was outstanding in origin by the way um teddy and you know i just i really i mean if i had to put it as a percentage chance i would say 50 percent max chance of him playing in that game um other news uh, for for that game that are relevant is that angus Crichton, a big player for people in their 17s uh has been named to back up I really believe that he will back up. He only played 40 minutes in Origin, and, I mean, shit, I'm a New Wales supporter, so it wasn't actually a really, <laughs> wasn't a tough game for him, so I'm sure you're going to back up um, on Thursday. Um, and there's nothing else, really, that I can see in there of note. Uh, Sam Walker's back on deck, so a lot of people might have held him in readiness for round 17, so that's really good news that he's back in the team. Um, and on the Storm side of things, you have got, um, you got some backups there for Cameron Munster, which is, which is a good, good thing for, 
Well, people who have owned him, Cameron, he's having a shit year, in my opinion. So, you know, we'll just wait and see uh, how he goes in that game. He's got to get a fire. Uh, Munster, the mad dog, I, I just, he's a champion, I think. He's having a real rough old time of it. And I know he's going to, I mean, I'd be tempted to hold if I had him. He's having a shit time of it and a shit year, but I just know the kind of, you know, he just the the, the the winner mentality in him is going to flip the ghost switch at some time. Um, now, Cameron Munster, you know, Jerome Hughes, um, you know, Brandon Smith, and I mean, all of them in the team, you know, I think personally, I think that detracts a little bit from Hines for the big go 150. Um, Hines is ripe for the picking this week, and some people would be tempted to um, hold Hines. Um, but he's in the 800s. He's got a, a BE of 130-odd. He's up against, a, you know, I mean, the, the Roosters have had a horrible injury toll, but they're still going to be uh, being such a great organization and a, and a team that's always been up the top. Um, it's not going to be an easy matchup for the Storm. Um, and, you know, it's not actually a home game for... It's, it's, it's going to McDonald's Jones Stadium. Um, so... I don't know. I mean, I, I'm this week. I could sell um, Gutho with who also has a tough matchup um, or Heinz, uh, and we do th- we we've got sort of some strong mail that Pappenhausen's back for round eighteen after the buy. So, you know, this is the last week that you're going to get Heinz. You know, so I, I just can't see a hundred coming this week for him. Maybe against um, the Roosters, you could play him and get an eighty, maybe, um, but you probably get. Maybe that out of Gutho anyway. I, I don't know. It's just, um, I think maybe it's time to go on Heinz. In readiness for Pappenhausen being back in round 18 and take advantage of that money now. Unless you're really struggling, you know, this week for numbers. I mean, you certainly you could play him and I'm, I don't think he'll score bad, badly. Um, in the next game, we've got the Warriors and Dragons. Um... RTS is still at fullback because uh, Reese Walsh is still no good with that uh, the hamstring. Uh, DWZ comes in for his first game uh, for the Warriors. Great buy. I've never rated DWZ personally. But uh, good luck to you there, mate, in your, your new career. You know, another career change for club. And um, good luck to you. Uh, and the Chad has gone over to... Um, the Warriors to finish out the year. So, I mean, when we talk about round 17 people in my little strategy chat, you know, after hearing these teams and the post-origin wash-up, um, we'll talk about Cody Nicarima um, and where his stocks lie. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing really interesting to me there from, from them. Uh, McCulloch and and Ben Hunt are backing up, it looks like, from Origin. Um, Yeah, nothing really too interesting to me in there. The Panthers versus the Eels. I mean, we know that Cleary's done the shoulder. Um, I'll talk in the strategy there about some Cleary-related stuff. Options, you know, like at the moment, it's real muddy. We don't know what's going on 100%. He does have scans upcoming, which will hopefully come out with some more solid news about the length of time that he's out. But at the moment, we've just been given info one to three. Now, you've got a player who's worth over a million dollars in Cleary, who's averaging over a hundred. 
how long can you sit him on your bench? But if you sell Cleary at 1.1 and you go, oh, I could just double gun it, um, you're never going to be able to get Cleary back in your team if he comes back this year. But that's the big out. Um, there is a big out, which is is uh, Cleary out. Um, now, it looks like Jerome Luai has been named to back up, as has Capewell and, and Yo um in in there and um anyone else total's been named to back up it looks like um it's a big matchup you know the eels some some good games early in the round to start off looks like cleary is the only one not named to back up there um and you know it should be a real rip snorer of a game um there thing I will say is that Ivan Cleary is a bit of a bloody tricky. Oh, I'm so tricky. Let me blow you a kiss. He loves a little bit of the old shenanigans. So there could be maybe some more players that drop off that um, list. You know, they've got Eisenhuth and, and um, you know, Targo has been going good on, on the extended bench. And, you know, you, you could see someone drop out there. I, I really don't think it's going to be... Um, like a player like Luai, because of how disastrous they went when, you know, Luai and Cleary were out. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see, but I would be um, really watching carefully, you know, doing trades as late as you can on that, because there could be some that come out, like Kurt Capewell. I don't know if people are going to have him, but people that you will have is To'o, and that could be a real worry. I mean, uh, he was heavily strapped in that Origin game on the, on the, on the leg, and on the knee, um, and I'd be... I mean, that would throw a real spanner in people's centre wing um, if he is a late pullout. Um, but uh, it looks like, you know, obviously with... Um, it's going to be... What's his name? Comes uh, in into the halves, Burton... Um, and so they lose a center wing and they're going to probably bring up Naden. So, you know, um, yeah, it'll be really interesting because it's, I, I can't see that they can afford to rest, uh, Luai or Tua, but we'll see what happens. I just wouldn't trust, um, Cleary Ivan. He, he, he pulls a Swifty late in, in teams and stuff. One other team change of note for the Panthers is that um, Dylan Edwards is out injured and uh, the old superstar that he is, the Datsun 120, uh, Staines is going to go to fullback. and he, You might actually see some Ferrari at fullback. He's only had limited minutes there at fullback. Um, you know, it's a tough matchup, but he, I, I'd play him. If, if, if you're a sad, sick mofo and you've still got Staines in your team, Playing at fullback, I think he's a whole different prospect at fullback. Um, yeah, Villiam Akiko's back. I only know a couple of real loose people that um, own Villiami. Um, for the next game, oh, sorry, for the Pan uh, the Parramatta Eels in that game, Sivo's back after his suspension. Um, nothing else, really, that's going to be relevant to teams. Uh, dogs are going to be playing the Seagulls. Um, the things to note in this is it's he's named Tommy Turbo uh, Des. So, I mean, that's the sexy news that people want to hear. But again, like, you know, Ivan, I think that the Mad Professor loves a little bit of a, um, 
a little bit of shenanigans as well. And, you know, Turbo did that sort of ankle roll. I mean, he's got a real good turnaround, but I'm going to be listening heavy for whether there's any late changes there. Um, yeah, he, he may rest Turbo, but we'll have to wait and see. Jerbo uh, is still out injured. Um, and another one that is sort of real big surprise to me is that Schuster is not back this week. And I held Schuster myself personally to, for, for round 17, so I really hope he's bloody well back next round because it's a real fucking wa- waste of my holding him, you know, in my team. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, will Turbo back up? I mean, if he does, mate, he's a straight C option in this matchup against um, the Bulldogs. It's just, you know, a, it's such a huge, beautiful matchup for for Turbo. So we'll see. I mean, if he if he if he plays, mate, he's a captain option. But I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he goes out. Let's have a look here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting watch. I just. Can you, can, I think that the Seagulls really want to, I mean, do they need Turbo to win against the Bulldogs? That's the real question, you know? I just don't know. What about, what percentage do I rank Turbo at? I think he's probably, I reckon he's 65%. I reckon if that ankle's not as bad as we all think it is, because there's been no news that's come out, um, maybe he plays, you know, but I don't know. Raiders versus the Gold Coast. Jared Croker, our captain, is back. Tomoko goes to the bench. Uh, I don't know how excited I am about that, personally. But um, And both Papali'i and Whiten are going to back up. Not that you'd really have any of them. Maybe some people have Papali'i. Um, Brimson is back. Uh, Corey Thompson is back. Um... And Marju is out. A lot of people had him. Um, but it says that he's hurt his elbow. So I don't know whether he comes back in in a different wing, maybe. Um, you know, for... I don't know. Maybe Sammy. You know, but I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see when he's back in, in you know, fitness. Um, yeah. Fafida, Tino, and, and Mofo, they're all named to back up. So, you know, will Fafida's lowest score of the season was a post-Origin one. So, I mean, I think you'd still play him in this matchup against the Raiders because we're not having a great year, the old green machine. But um, it's good to see that they're backing up. So, I mean, a lot of people, he's very highly owned, as, as is Tino, but I'd probably play them because it's a softer matchup and I think there could be a bit of attack in there for for those big boys um but you know again you could wait and see if there's any late changes there um kaylin ponger is back uh for, we'll see if he stays back for any length of time but uh he's back um that should help the team a great deal uh good old adam o'brien is named uh, barnett at lock i mean in the second row again which you know he got a little bit more in the way of minutes um Last week in the second row, it looks like there could be a light resurgence here for um, Barney. Uh, maybe he did come to his senses, old Adam O'Brien. Um, the Cowboys, uh, yeah, it looks like Val, Felt, and Molo have all been named to back up in that game f- for the Cowboys. Um, 
Yeah. And so the Sunday games, you've got Brisbane and Cronulla. Uh, Katoni Stags is back. Um, this fucking changes everywhere. Hazako's back. Um, oh, man. Nothing that's... Uh, Brody Croft's back in the halfback. Oh, man. It's just, yeah, there's nothing of relevance there. Um, for me, mm, Payne Hass is backing up. Some people will have him in, his, in their team. Uh, for the Sharks, um, no changes, it looks like. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. And for the... Yeah, there's no changes for the Sharks. I'd be playing all my Sharks people. Obviously, that Broncos matchup is a juicy one. Um, Tigers versus Souths. You have got Dewey is back. Um, but at least he's in for Tommy Taleo. So, you know, if you're a poor old bastard that has uh, Nofaluma, maybe it's, it gives him some opportunities now. Um, what do we got? Sean Bloor's out injured, which is actually a good thing because he's getting no minutes. Um, Benji's back in the 14. Um, so Latrell, Gagai and Cook and Arrow uh, and Murray, they've all been named to back up. And that's uh, it for teams. Um, so, yeah, we'll get into some talk about round 17 or people that are out and stuff and we'll just i'll just give you my thoughts on that now the strategy um all day everyone's been messaging me and talking to me about clear he's out you know and if he's out for four weeks or is he if it's for five or six do you sell clear we know that he's worth over a million dollars so it's something that we should ponder we're going into round 17 um which is the buy um, you know, you could sell Cleary, um, and your five trades could be basically all guns, such as the sheer amount of money that Cleary is worth. Now, I'm going to give you a warning there, because if Cleary is at the low end of, of it, that's one to three is what we know so far. Imagine if he's back round 18. If you use the Cleary money now to bring in your five premiums, you're never getting Cleary back. Now... I don't know about you, but that's the things that my nightmares are made of, is trying to run the remainder of my season without the premier, well, almost player even, but the absolute premier halfback. Um, but let me put it into context for you. So my trades this week in, in for the um, rounds, you know, for the super trade round, uh, I can bring in players like Tohu, um, Thompson from the Bulldogs, Tupu, uh, and IPAP. I can use four of my five trades, and I'm getting IPAP, who's not around 17, but I, I want him, and I want to finish the year with him. Um, and that's four trades, and I can have $55,000 left. You know, So Tupu, IPAP, Thompson, Tupu. Good trades, I think, with 55000 left. Um, and if I sell Cleary, for instance... Um, these are the people I can bring in. I can bring in IPAP. I can bring in Thompson. I can bring in Hughes to replace um, Cleary. I can bring in David Fafita. 
and I can have $336,000 left. Now, that'll allow me next week to do Burbo or Bloor to Tupu and still have a, an extra 100000 left. So the things that you can do with Cleary money are absolutely astonishing. Yes. But you are going to feel the pinch if he comes back quicker than that. So my recommendation to people would be, wait, apparently this scan is on the Wednesday. Um, and we wait and see. And if, and if it's going to be an extended period, maybe that's a huge strategy because, you know, one player who can allow you to bring in five premiums, you know, um, it's just so tempting, you know, but you know, one to three is no good. And I, I reckon Cleary would be a hold if it's one to three, even if it's four, maybe, you know, but um, if you're down in 10,000, 15,000, you you know he's going to be out for a while, um, and if you hear back three, four, maybe you just go, all right, well, I'm going to run the gauntlet and go the rest of the year without Cleary. And Hughes, you know, maybe he's 30, well, Cleary is 40 points clear of the next best halfback, but, you know, you could just be risky. But uh, for everyone else, I would just say, wait, please, for news to hear the severity. You might go the non-surgery option. Um, me, personally... If Cleary is any more than four weeks, I'm selling. I'm going to sell and I'm going to just, you know, risk risk it for the biscuit. You know, I, I don't, I, I'm not holding a million plus dollars on my bench for four weeks. I, I won't do it. Um, and as it stands this week, I've got a lot of orange nu numbers in, in my bench and I can come up with 17 greens, um, but... You know, holding a million plus on your bench is a real tough ask when it's more than four weeks. Um, but it is a scary prospect if you can never get Cleary back. So that's the warning I would give to people on Cleary. Um, you know, you're just going to see the the length of time. And, and yeah, I mean, the trades look sexy, you know, if you, if you sell him. But if you can't get him back, you'll have nightmares. Um Karen, it looks like he's missing out and he's got the 14-day isolate. So is he going to be back by around 17? A lot of people are holding Karen. I would just say to people, I don't even know if this 14 days is up before round 17 because that's a real kick in the balls. If um, you lose him for round 17, you are holding him. Kind of the big fearful thing I've got with Schuster, whether I held him all this time for nothing. Um, but... That's the thing. I haven't been able to find any information of whether that 14 days is up in time for him to be back on deck for around 17. So, you know, unless you absolutely had to sell him, I'd hold until I know for sure. Um, another question that people were asking is, is TPJ a hold? Well, TPJ is going to be out for around 16, round 18, round 19. So the quickest you're going to get him back is round 20. Um, it depends on, I think, the key thing here, whether you hold or sell TPJ, is do you have serviceable front row? You know, like for me, as it stands this week, my main front row was TPJ, and I have RCG, Linu, and Oitikamano. So TPJ is definitely a sell for me because I haven't got anyone serviceable to bring in. You know, I could go Oitikamano to maybe Adam Fanua Blake, and I could probably put him in and, and hold TPJ on the bench, but... For me, oh, he leans towards being a self, uh, you know, there. But if you're low on trades and you've got serviceable front row, I, I think he's a, f a fair hold. 
Uh, Pappenhausen, it looks like the word from Melbourne Storm is that he's, he's going to miss, obviously, the bye. And he's not going to be back for round 16, but they reckon he'll be good for round 18. So he's got that big high BE. You may want to watch a week or not, but he's coming back real soon. And I think he could be a run home option in the fullback. I mean, it'll be gutho to, to him for me. Um, but for you Heinz owners, this is the last hurrah, I think. Um, so, you know, Heinz, he's going to be in the 130s. You know, do you sell him or... You know, Gutho's got an 85 BE and he's playing Penrith, you know, like things to think about. I think for me, I'll just take advantage of the Heinz money and sell him. Um, now, the round 17 people, I'm going to give you, uh, whether I give them a tick or a cross here now, after everything we know, like origin wash up and injuries or teams and everything and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the number one option for people in round 17 is Cody Walker. Um, now, I still think, is he a buy? Um, whew, is he a buy? Because now that um, Cleary is out, what if they pick Walker to go in the halves with Luai? I don't know. I mean, I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's a good combo, personally. Um, but, wow, you know, will he go into origin? And has that made him go down on the list, you know? Um, he's got to be one of the names, you know? Like, they could go White and Luai in the halves. They could bring in... Adam Reynolds, maybe, or, or oh God forbid, if they do Mitchell Pierce, but uh, Tohu still do, a, a big tick for me. There's no Lodge going to the Warriors now, um, and you know Tohu. There's no, there's no danger getting Tohu in, and he's just consistent as um, Nick Ariba. I've got him a bit of a tick and across. He's a bit of mid in the middle for me. Um, People are going to be selling Cleary. I mean, he's already made it onto the list of most sold this week. Um, you know, is he an option now? You know, if you wanted to go him, you can make like 600000 on the on the sell of Cleary to Nicarima. Um, but the Chad has gone over there. And is that going to detract a little bit from Nicarima? I don't know. Um, it's, you know, I just don't know. But, I mean, Nikarim has been fantastic this year. He's been, like, the third highest scoring uh, halfback, and I think he's an option. Uh, maybe you'd have a look at him this week and see. Uh, for the Chad, Chad's got to be second fiddle, surely. Um, I've got two names in there in the front row, Tapao and Adam Fanua Blake. I've given them sort of a neither here nor there. They're a tick and a cross. Um, Tapao's going okay, but, you know, the, if they get troops back, surely his mints are going to go down. I don't know. But he's been outstanding in recent times, and I think you could easily take him into round 17. Um, and I think the same thing about Adam Fanua Blake. There's actually a fair minutes share, I think, in the Warriors pack, but he's got a good draw, you know, with the Warriors, and there's no lodge going there now, and his price is fantastic. So he's a tick and a cross for me. You could pick either Tapao or AFB and, and this other person in Thompson. He's third for front row. Um, he's definitely, you know, you've got injuries to Bulldogs players. You've got COVID breaches to players. The prospects of Thompson look really good for good minutes. Um, and I'd rank him even slightly higher. He's a little bit more expensive, um, but he's third for front row. I know he's meat and potatoes, but if he gets 65 minutes now, you'll you get 65 out of him. Um Garrick, he's expensive. Yes, I know. But he's not going to have turbo in round 17. 
Um, but in my view, he's he's a tick still because there are players that can go a hundred plus in in the buy round, and you know it's Cody and and Garrick, um, you know, like AJ, those type players. So to me, Garrick is just so expensive. But if you've got the cash to do it, if you're flush with cash from a Cleary sell, I still think he's a great option for round seventeen in the run home. Uh, Ramian for me is neither tick or cross. I think he's perfectly fine in your center wing. He's he's very solid and he's got a good base. He's got a good draw. Um, I still think that he's a good option. Uh, as do I think that Tupu is a good option, neither here nor there. You could pick either of those, I think, and you'd be fine. I like the consistency of Tupu. Now, I know he had a bad score last week, but I think he is a great player, and I think that the rest of the year, you, you will probably... I think Tupu will score Ramian. He does have a tough matchup this week, as we know. Um... And ideally, you'd wait another week for Tupu and take him into 17. So I've got a great matchup in round 17, um, but he's neither here nor there for me. I think they're still great options, him and Ramian. Uh, SJ, um, you know, a lot of people are going to probably sell Cleary to SJ. You make an absolute mozza on that. Um, and, you know, SJ is not going to get you tons, I don't think, anymore, but he's still a pretty good option for the run home, you know, like, um, would I prefer SJ or Nikarima? I think for sc- scoreability of who can go tons, I prefer Nikarima personally. I think he's younger and can go bigger in score. He's done three tons this year. Um, but SJ will get you 75 and he's, he's, he's cheaper. So I still think he's a good option. Um, Alex Johnson, I think he's a, he's a neither here nor there. Um, he can go huge as we know, but he can also go really low and he's also expensive now. So, you know, do you go a Ramy and, or, you know, and someone a little bit cheaper, you know? Um, but if you want someone who has got a ceiling, you know, if you need ceiling players, I think he's a, he's an option for you in, uh, to bring into round 17 and the, and, um, the run home on matchups. Um, yeah, it's big news with Cleary, and, you know, the temptation is for you to go and just use the money to make your team bloody awesome, but there's going to be people, if he's out for three weeks, that hold him, and then they're going to have the ascendancy from that Cleary return and the run home. So where you're getting 70 or 60 in your um, halfback position, the people who hold Cleary, if he's only a three weeks, they're going to be getting 150s and possibly 200s. Um, so it's a risk reward type thing. I think there's a risk that you, you take and, and the reward for you is short term is the money, but it's a risk and you could suffer if, if Cleary's shoulder is, is a short term thing. Um, if Cleary is four weeks plus, if you just say they say he's six weeks and we're going into round six, so he's back for round 22. Me personally a million plus on my bench for six weeks. I think I'm going to sell him. I'm going to sell him if it's six weeks. If it's five weeks, I'm going to sell. If it's three or four weeks, I'm in a real tough spot there of what do I do? I can just keep on my original plan. I make four trades this week instead of five. I keep, you know, I save a trade. I help my team and my my plans for what I was going to do towards the end is stays the same and you know i know it's i mean getting in for feeder now 
and IPAP. I mean, look at those trades I could do. Tohu, IPAP, Thompson, uh, Hughes, and Fafita. They're all sexy, sexy trades. But um, look, a lot of players named to back up. I think this week you've really got to keep an eye on it because, you know, traditionally they've been, you know, after last origin, we saw them named and then Turbo was a late pullout and was same was Teddy and it stung people. Um, and look, you know, with that hit pointer and, and the Thursday game, at least it's the first game of the round, you'll be able to see, um, you know, if Teddy's, you know, a late out. Um, Turbo's got this absolute prime matchup, but, you know, um, do you... Do you really need Turbo for this game? So, you know, there's going to be... I think you trade as late as you can. I know we, it's such a... Th- um, you go, you got post-Origin right on the doorstep of Super Trade Round. Um, and with those five trades, you do a lot of things. You know, I would, I would I write down on Thursday at 6 p.m., make this trade. On Friday at, at 5 p.m., make this trade so that I don't muck anything up. Um, and you can do things late. Um, you know, if these late pullouts happen, um, going into a Thursday night, having made all of your five trades is the worst mistake you can make because you're banking then on, on Teddy or your turbos to play or your totals. They could be late outs and then you're fucked. So uh, trade as late as you can. Um, you know, maybe if you, if you're somebody who is, you know, contemplating, I can easily save a trade in this super trade round, but I could be luxurious and use a fifth. Maybe hold one up your sleeve so that you can make a late change. You know, if the inevitable, which has happened last uh, origin, that, that people are, are pull late, late pull out. So um, interesting stuff this week. The Cleary news is just such a big talking point and such a big thing for Supercoach this year. Um, we need to know something more definitive about the time frame. And then there are a number of ways that you can play it. I mean, people sold Cleary weeks and weeks ago, actually, to try to take advantage of his money, and they've been burnt ever since because he's been going huge. So you're going to be making that same decision. Is But at least now you know he's injured for a period of time, so he can't burn you in the next short term. It's just, is it one week? Is it two two weeks? Is it three? Is it the rest of the year? Is it six? We don't know. So wait. Wait till we hear something because that's going to make or break people's season, I think. Um, and you know, this, yeah, I mean, I think, um, this, oh, it's just bad timing in it being super trade round and it being post origin as well at the same time. So, oh, well, good luck guys. I just thought the team list is interesting and, you know, especially with the Cleary news, um, I wanted to sort of discuss some of the possibilities, you know, and, uh, thanks for listening. I hope you have a bloody good round this week i mean a lot of teams can only make 17 <laughs> you can only get a 17 on deck so you know those post origin rounds are tough and you know a turbo and a tall and stuff would be fantastic this week because we could all use it um and you know we'll wait and see uh, closer to kickoff whether there's any changes but good luck and let's fingers crossed that everybody you know, we get better news than we did last, um, you know, round 14 after the after the thing. So uh, good luck, guys. Have a good week and I uh, love you. And, you know, I'll talk to you on Sunday night. Cleary's done a shoulder, just taking the Blues to a serious win. It's a real surprise. And uh, what do you do? I don't know. 
do you sell him and, and, and go around like you're rich and you got heaps of cash? I don't know. Should I sell or hold? Who knows? Bye.